Hey now, hey now, it's your girl Patria Brumfield, your host and personal empowerment coach, gracing the airways with boldness, honey. I'm excited to be sharing my little corner of the world with you and humbled to be sharing my voice in your personal spaces. Listen, I hope today's content will provoke, prompt, and inspire you to embrace all things boldly, purposefully, and unapologetically. Well, let's get into it, shall we? Lean in. Let's go up. Welcome to All Things Bold Podcast. I am your host, Patria Brumfield, and we made it to episode number three. Now, if you know, you know that this session is one of my favorite all-time, oh my gosh, we wrote this what we call sipping tea with sisters out formerly in 2021 and i get to roll it out with my forever co-host minister charlene smith and we are going to have some fun now i can't let this day go by without saying happy birthday child and i have a song it saying happy birthday what happy birthday it's your birthday girl it's your birthday show out show bold it's your birthday show out show bold it's your birthday hey (laughs) hey 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 girl hey now if we was really gonna kick it off we'll start off really like we're sipping tea with sisters, we're sipping tea, and it's piping hot, sipping tea. Oh, when you and me, we're pouring out until our sisters break free, sipping tea with you and me. We're breaking chains on this journey. Sipping tea, sipping tea, sipping tea. I own my own tea, honey, and it's piping hot. Sipping tea. <laughs> you can come off mute, Charlene. That is the theme song for Sipping Tea with Sisters. We did it for a full 30 days. And um, people are still talking about our first rollout from way back when. What's up, Charlene? Hey, girl. Hey. Yes. Going on. It's my birthday. Hey, hey. It's your birthday. Show up. Be bold. Show up. Be bold. Hey, hey. Yes. I just be coming up with stuff, y'all. I said show up. 
Bo, show up, Bo to have, I was saying it. But today is Charlene's birthday. And I am super excited that she took the moment to come out on my little podcast. I don't want to call it little, but and I ain't saying little like in demeaning. You know, I have my little shenanigans. And um, I say I just say stuff, child. I just be saying stuff sometimes. But I am super excited. Can't y'all tell? Y'all can't hear it in the recording that I am excited to be here. Um, before just opening, Charlene was like, um, yeah, um, she was ready to just like get like all the way in um to um the business and i was like wait pump your butt pump 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 your brakes charlene wait a minute wait there wait there i say wait there mates matey <laughs> she was uh on 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 go and so uh i am super thrilled um for her saying uh yes and we say we say go up then, Shawty, go up. We we are excited about what um God is doing. And so we are going to kick off this good conversation. Um and we hope that you have your tea. We I don't even have my teacup, Shawty. What was I thinking? What was I thinking? I didn't even have my teacup ready. A water cup. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I need. I need um um some 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 water, some um some some something. But we're going to uh, kick off this good old session with our um <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> our quote, and um, I'm trying to find one of my good quotes because I I I just need for folks to know um. Here it is, the quote from Mike, or I said Mike, <laughs> Mark Twain. It says, forgiveness is the fragrance that the violet sheds on the hills that crush it. <laughs> oh, I'm going to say that one more time for those who didn't hear me in the back. Forgiveness is the fragrance that the violent shed on the hills of those who crush it. Let that marinate. You know, violet, like roses are red, violets are blue. Mm -hmm. Sheds on the heels of those who crushes it. It gives off a fragrance. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, just like the blood did, it gave off a fragrance. Yep. Yep. And so, um, we've been dealing with forgiveness. And um, if you listen to um, last week's episode, we um, talk about that, uh, uh, that forgiveness is a decision, right? It is a direct, deliberate, intentional decision to allow someone to be exonerated from the things that they have done. And so before we hop into it, I'm going to be uh, respectful inhospitable and let our guests tell them uh tell you all about themselves so without further ado charlene i turn it to you well thank you thank you thank you sister 
Oh my God. First, I want to just thank you for inviting me to your platform. Um, the invitation, when you gave me the date, I was like, oh yeah, that's my birthday. I can do it. I can do it. <laughs> but um, just for so you all would know, I am Charlene Smith. I wear many, many hats. Um, but most of all, I am a daughter of the Most High. I am a minister, an ordained and licensed minister. I am a life coach, um, more of a grief coach. Um, I have a handbag business called Stratagem, a gift from Lenny. Um, I love to travel. I love to, you know, help others in their journey or in grief. Um, and then part of that is forgiveness. We have to forgive those that leave us. Sometimes that, you know, that you, you just have this unforgiveness of why you let, why you leave me, you know, but we'll delve into that later. But um, most of all, you know, I am Minister Patria's sister in Christ. How about that? How about that? I'm just excited to be here. I am honored to be here and I can't wait to delve into this topic of forgiveness. Because boom, because period. Because why not, child? Yes, she is my sis in Christ, and I love her. And she is my sipping tea sister as well. And so that is Charlene in a nutshell, because she gave y'all the nutshell version. And so, and I am, like I said, your host. And in a nutshell, I'm a singer, songwriter, coach, <laughs> mentor, purpose pusher, um, and I do all of the things because I'm a Christ lover. I love God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit. And um, I, I believe that I am here to draw people out of the grave and walk in their purpose. I am uh, an answer to those women who feel like they run out of all options, all chances because of poor decision-making and bad um, habits and all of that stuff. And so I do all this stuff to encourage and to inspire those to get back up again because life happens after that poor decision. Life happens after, um, you know, trauma, life happens after success, you know, all of those are a moment in time. And so that's just who I am. You want to know more about me? Yeah, I don't like to talk about myself that much, but I do my thing now. I do do my thing. Um, you can um, find out more about me at my website, www.beboldempowerment.com. Okay. And so that's that. So let's girl. Let's lean in and let's go up because, honey, I was just minding my business one day <laughs> and in God's fashion, he says, put the question on Facebook, okay, about forgiveness because I, I like to study forgiveness. I like to study emotionals, emotional health and all that stuff because I was emotionally abused. I was emotionally manipulated at some point. I was emotionally, um, uh, what's the word I want to say, um, deficient. Um, I was numb to a lot of things. And and so how Sipping Tea began was to ask a question and get different perspectives because we have to uh, normalize not knowing everything. We don't know everything and that's okay. 
And so we're going to put this disclaimer out for those that will come and try to bring the smoke. We can bring the smoke. If you bring it, we can handle it, okay? But this is a disclaimer. We are not doctors. We are not licensed therapists or co uh, 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 counselors, but we are certified coaches. huh? We are experts in our own personal journeys, our own processes, and over our own selves. huh? We are experts in our own experiences, and we're only here, child, to share our own thoughts, our own opinions, our revelations, our insights personally. So I don't want to have no comments talking about that is not da 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 da. Listen, huh? We only here sharing from our perspective. Okay, I love y'all. So let's get into it. So, like I said, I was on um the intro net on the book of faces and the. Uh, I asked a question about, you know, you know, forgiveness, like in areas of mother, uh, mothering, a child, and all this stuff. And I had a slew of questions. And so we can only cover a little bit tonight because, child, we'll be here all night. And I know my sister and my sister know me. Okay. And so <clears throat> I hope they are okay with me shouting out their names because they showed you put it on here. And so I'm going to shout y'all out and I thank y'all for participating and helping your girl um, uh, get, get into this groove of forgiveness because forgiving, forgiving like I said in many uh, on the other episodes, <clears throat> forgiveness is not um, an easy thing to do in some cases, but it's the necessary thing to do. Okay, and so Charlene, I'm gonna start off with Charlene because, honey, she is locked and loaded, huh? She is locked and loaded, and she is about to give y'all the business good business, though. Good business, though. Um, and this was one of the ones, and she was about to load, so I'm just gonna ask her one person, um, Monica Fogg. She says, Forgiving a uh, forgiveness when the other person does not ask for forgiveness. Or think that they done anything to you? Answer that question, Charlene. You know what? Clear it up. Clear yes. it up. I think what we have to really realize is that when people do stuff to us, sometimes they don't know, sometimes they do know. But then when we bring it to their attention, say, hey, this is what happened to us. This is this is how you make me feel, blah, blah, blah. Now, if they don't own up to it, you know what? We still have to forgive them. Even if they don't ask, they don't think that they forgive. They 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 don't. They didn't ask for forgiveness. They don't think they did anything wrong. They don't. You know. They don't see the errors of their ways. You know. My whole thing, like I was telling um, you, Minister Patria, was that if if you love me, take the time to see it from my point of view. And I think that's what a lot of us don't do. We don't try to walk in other people's shoes to see it from their perspective. Not saying that you have to agree but to understand yeah. where they're coming from. And so you have to be steadfast in forgiving them because what you don't want to do is take those emotions and hold them hostage in within you. And now it's going to stunt you from moving forward. 
because when you see that person, you're going to have a whole attitude. You If you hear that person's name, your emotions, your blood pressure going to fly up, you know, flare up. Stuff. So it's a lot to it. So we have to realize that forgiving, forgiveness is not really for the other person. Now, is it? it's a beautiful thing when that person can acknowledge your forgiveness, you know, acknowledge, you know, that they've done something, acknowledge and say, hey, you know what? I'm sorry. But we have to realize everybody is not like us. Everybody is That's not like us. So with that, we have to go ahead, forgive that person. Now, whether or not we want to continue that relationship, that's something totally different. That's something totally different. So that's on a personal level that you have to decide whether or not you can still be in relation with that person who don't think that they did anything wrong. Because I'm pretty sure this is not the first time that this situation has came up. There's a lot of red flags. They probably threw red, yellow, I mean, you know, all kind of, kind of color flags out there to let you know who they truly are. But we, as a loving people, we try to overlook it, you know, because it says in the Bible, love covers all, a multitude of sins. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we have to bring correction. We have to bring, you know, edification. We have to bring so many different things to the table. But if you're not, if you're not going to, you know, see it from the other person's perspective, then you have to, you know, figure out whether or not you want to continue that relationship. But on the forgiving, you have to forgive. I mean, that is no two ifs, ands, or buts about it. So that's my perspective on that one. Boom. And let me let me tell you this. I, I On episode two, I had to do some soul searching because I had to pull out my notes and do some um, rereading and then, you know, some restudying and digging for, um, um, you know, understanding in, uh, the most simplistic, simplistic form of forgiveness and emotional capacity. And one thing I came across in what I have to say, wow, because we, I've said it myself, you know, forgiveness is for us and not for the person. And I'm learning and what I've learned and I had to come to accept was forgiveness. It does empower us and it and it is for us to walk away free, but it's a twofold. That's why I call it a gift. Huh? I'm going to tell you why. Charlene, this was so good to me. Can't remember. How I was reading too much stuff, so I don't remember the author. But a person said, forgiveness, we've, we've said, for years and all of us have this thing that forgiveness is for you it is indeed for you here's where the gift part comes in see god is so good he'll bring it to me the gift part is the gift of freedom for you is twofold and the gift of exoneration for the offender Mm, mm, mm. so forgiveness in turn Ultimately, you do it so that it'll free you up. Mm -hmm. But the gift to the offender is that I exonerate you from the attachments because, and this is what I say, because the debt is too big for you to pay. You don't even, you can't afford it. It's too expensive. Mm -hmm. But that does not negate the behavior, nor does it condone um, the act. Mm-hmm. And so in that, like you're saying, 
some people may not know, but the gift to them from us is that, child, I see that you don't have the capacity to come up a little higher on this thinking. And so even though you don't think you've done anything wrong, I'm going to forgive you because you don't, you can't even see past yourself to forget. And with that, that is what we call empathy, empathy, or we empathize with them. Like they're not even, they don't have the maturity level. They're not, they don't have the capacity to see their wrongs. And on this side, like you said, Charlene, because we're loving, we just gloss over it. Now that does not mean because we're glossing over it, that we're condoning the behavior because you're going to have to deal with your behavior. Me, I'm just not going to come down to that level. Right. Right. Simply put. And so, um, like Charlene said, there's a lot of red flags in that, too. If you're still going to be in a relationship with this individual, you have to also know them when you see them, know those who you are with and understand that if you're in that relationship, you need to understand the purpose of it. Am I here to pour? Um, am I here to learn? Um, Am I here um, to push them, to, to help them grow and evolve? Um, I would not just openly suggest just being around someone um, and taking on the mistreatment because that that can cause emotional wounds. And then you're going to have to work, work through those wounds. So thank you so much, Miss um, Monica Fogg. I hope that that brought some kind of level of understanding and i hope that that's what you meant by your question because you know these were on facebook we didn't go into deep right. back and forth talking okay and so whew, you ready charlene i'm ready okay so forgiveness from uh place of being angry with God. So forgiving God when you are angry with him. And this question is from it, uh, Philip Brenda Burton. So I think that uh, husband and wife share a Facebook page. And so forgiveness towards God and being angry with God, how would you respond? I'm going to say, I'm letting you start off first because yeah. You know what, um, from a personal standpoint, I know I was very, very angry with God um, for, you know, a personal matter. But yet still, I still declared his word. I, hmm. was, I was angry, but I knew I had to declare his word for the simple fact is his word is in me. His word is yeah. in me, but I had no comprehensive level on a human humane side to articulate anything else you know mm -hmm. meaning that you know god I, I mean i would sit there and i'd be like god why did why did you allow this to happen what, yeah you know i'm talking to him i'm angry with you and guess what god can handle that yeah come on that you know but it's really we could be angry with god but don't turn your back on him Mm. Yeah, angry with your spouse, but are you not still gonna feed your spouse? Are mm. you still gonna take care of your spouse? Because wow. you're gonna feel the feeling as our spiritual yeah. person, you're gonna feel the feeling, but you're gonna choose the behavior. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, that's good. With your child. But are you, mm-hmm. are you, are you going to neglect your child? Because mm. I'm pretty sure God gets angry with us. But yet I'm still, sure of it. He, he still loves us. He still blesses us. He still shows us grace and mercy. He still wakes us up every morning. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'm about to give you another. You 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 ticked me off yesterday, but I'm going to give yeah. you another opportunity today. You know what I'm saying? To get it Fine. right. So why can't we do that to our Heavenly Father? Why can't we say, you know what, God? You know, I got to I gotta get right. I'm, I, I don't understand. I, I don't know what's going on. I don't, you know. I'm trying to wrap my head around it because in our infinite mindset, our human mindset, we want to, you know, clarity. We want understanding. Yeah. We're not going to get that. So now uh, the rubber meets the road. This hmm. is what's in you. You know, is it, is you going to allow that anger to rule or are you going to master that emotion? Say, you know what? I'm angry. Wow. You'll do your will. Hmm. It's no different than, you know, um, Jonah had to go to Nineveh. <laughs> you know, he had to go. He was like, no, I'm not going. I'm not going. I ain't doing all of this. But God made him go. I'm pretty sure he was angry. Wow. He stopped wow. But yet, and still, he still did the work. Hmm. So we still got Wow. Work. That's so good. That is so good. One thing you said was, I was angry with God but I didn't turn my back on him. I still declared his word. And I feel like because um, in those who know, I am, uh, I, I, I talked about this little book all over social media <laughs> um, by Robert um, Henson. And, and he, he talks about the courts of heaven and I'm still learning uh, about this piece. But um, one of the uh, ones I have, one of his teachings and he talks about, uh, we often can't relate to God um, as father because it has not been um, exemplified or um, um, by our natural fathers, right? And so we can't approach God because we ourselves really don't, even if we had the best father in the whole wide world, he still is unmatched to our heavenly father. And so... Um, the frailties of our natural father, we place those things on our heavenly father. And so we get mad, even though things happen in our lives where we like, why in the world didn't you, did you just let this happen to me? Like you said, why did you not come down and rescue me? Because our natural fathers may have not rescued us in certain situations. Um, Our natural fathers may not uh, have stopped or showed up in a way that we we in our finite mind say it should be right. Yeah. We uh we think you know, God, you missed it. Yeah. The author and the finisher, the creator of all things. We he missed it. He made a mistake. He yeah. was wrong. And I feel like we live in a culture now that is so opinionated and everybody right and everybody got they say, and that's fine. You do because. God gives us will. He gives us free will to do um, what we want. And um, we end up having consequences to that. And so I do feel like we do get upset with God. Charlene um, pointed out as 
as children get mad at us, it still don't mean that um, we 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 are we're not in a place of authority. You can still get mad um, all day long, but then we have to also um, realize that just because I'm mad at you. I'm going to walk away from you. And um, if you walk away because you get mad or a little cantankerous or, you know, whatever, and you leave me, that's really a reflection of the way that you treat your relationships Um, and behavior. It reveals what's in you, you know. So be mad, but don't turn your back on them. No. God can handle it. That's what Charlene said. God can handle your little old attitude, your, you, you being a little angry. He can handle it. Uh, he is the king of all kings, huh? He yeah. is the Lord of all lords. He yeah. is offic- uh, omniscient. He is omnificent. He is, uh, he is it. He, omnipresent. he is uh, omnipotent, right? Yeah. He knows. And so, Chow, I hope that answered your question, um, Miss Philip Brenda Burton. Yeah. Okay, Charlene. All right. You ready, Chow? Yeah. Is you ready? So, Vicky, Vincy, I think I'm saying her name right. Um, Vassy. Um. The difference between building trust and forgiveness. What is the difference between the two? Um, Go for it, girl. Now, with there. Now, are you forgiving and sticking with that person? You you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Especially. You know, in a um, let's say in a marriage, you know, someone, mm-hmm. someone committed adultery, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a that that's a, to me is a, a, a huge betrayal. Mm-hmm. And you know, do you forgive, and how do you build that trust in that you know in that forgiveness? Yeah, really, you know, it is it, not going to come instantaneously. There yeah. We build that track record. Yeah. They're going to have to be consistent in what they're doing. And then two, on your part, you have to heal. Mm-hmm. You have to heal. Because if you don't heal, you're going to keep, they're building the consistency on their part. They're showing you that they've changed or that they're serious or whatever the case may be, that they're, they, they, yeah. they value this relationship. So they're making the adjustments. But if you aren't making any adjustments, then you have to heal. Because a lot of times you want to put it off on the other person. But like you said before, it's a twofold thing. It's 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 it's, it got to work in you know in synchrony. You know, not saying that you're going to heal at the rate of their consistency. I'm not saying that, but you still have to be on that journey. And then patient with each other. You have to be patient. Yeah. And can't be throwing whatever it is constantly up in their face, constantly, because then guess what? They're going to walk or, you know, you, you're going to walk whichever way is going to happen. It's going to sever relationship, but you, you know, forgiving that person, you, and sometimes you have to 
forgive that person daily. It's just not a one-stop shop. Mm-hmm. You may have to remind yourself, you know what? I forgave them. I forgave mm-hmm. them. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it, it got it. It's almost like you have to just ingrain it into you, you know, yeah. you become repetitive, repetitive, repetitive. You got to get it into your, your mind, your heart, your, mm-hmm. your whole being that you forgive given this person. But yeah. Same sense. That person got to start being more consistent on the adjustment that's being made to in order to build that trust. That is good. That is good. And according to Matthew 18, 22, um, it, 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 it talks about when someone asks for forgiveness. If your brother comes to you 70 times 70 in a day, not no month. I mean, that same day and they're genuine and they're like, look, I am so sorry. I am so sorry I did X, Y, and Z to you. I am so sorry I broke your heart. Now, this is coming from just like a Christian standpoint. Like if you're a Christian believer and um, this is this is coming from that, that place. If you're walking out your Christian life, this is coming from that place of every day. Charlene said she even had, you have to even say, I, 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 I forgave them. But the scripture tells us if they come to us 70 times 70 in a day, mm-hmm. that's a lot of forgiving. And so we are. And now she gave y'all the marriage, uh, the infidelity, the adultery. But it's, it's likewise with building trust in those relationships where a friend betrayed you and they talked about you to someone. Or um, they they um, rejected you or ghosted you or whatever. It's the same thing. When that person comes back, you have to. Mu- you first must identify the fact that you didn't like what was done, and that's in both situations. I I, I don't like it. You know, we we go through the steps of emotionally he- healing. We have to first. Um, get rid of the negative emotion about it, the detachment, detach ourselves from all the other stuff and uh, what we put in our head and, and filter through our brains and all of that stuff. We must first express and experience directly that those feelings of anger and all of that stuff. We have to process all that stuff because mm-hmm. um, betrayal, any betrayal at any level is very hurtful and it causes us um, to be hypersensitive in some areas. Um, mm-hmm. Because if you're a lot like me, I am very loyal. I'm a loyal person. Um, I'm a faithful person. And I love hard. Okay. And so if you, if you, if I cut you off, it's because you handed me the scissors. Mm-hmm. I'm that kind of person. If, if I come after you and you start showing me, um, a side that I know is going to put me in a bad space. I'm like, uh-uh, because I, I've I, I've come a long way. And so if if you have like if you cheat on me, if you betray me, if you talk about me and you betray my trust, I'm not I'm gonna forgive you, but I also set the parameters and boundaries. So you you're building that trust like now, like uh, Charlene said, you have to show me some changed behavior and that my healing is not based at the rate of your consistency. That was so good. 
So that means just because you're being consistent don't mean I'm on this side healed at the rate that you feel good about yourself and about the situation. No, I forgive you. That that forgiveness is instantaneous. However, comma, uh, my process ain't as instant. I'm gonna have to uh uh see some some behavior over time, not just because you've been real cool for a good strong week. Right. <laughs> no, I need I, I I I need to know that um you are taking my feelings into consideration, that your behaviors are lining up with you, what you're saying out of your mouth, because sometimes we can talk a real good game, but our behaviors, even God says, you know, we'll come in, God, I did not not do this in your name and that in your name and da-da-da-da-da. And he says, you work of iniquity, get away from me. I don't even know you. Who uh, Who is you? How for who this woman? And so, so building trust is like that as well. Forgiving and forgiving and forgiving. And I say this, love is a risk. Forgiving is a risk. It comes with a risk. And it's saying, I'm willing to risk what I feel for the love that I have for you. Mm -hmm. So I may take some bumps and bruises. Um, Jesus risked it all. He died for us and some of us don't even claim him. Come on. But even in that, he still loves us and he forgives us daily. It says every morning that we wake up, we wake up with new mercies. Mm -hmm. We wake up with new, a fresh slate. I mean, a fresh one. Yeah. And I have some shenanigans. Okay. <laughs> she out here. I got some personality. huh? You don't have to be a strong one to handle all this goodness over here. Okay. That and part. so... So uh, the difference between building trust is simply that you're building trust. It has nothing to do with forgiveness. Forgiveness is instantaneous. It's uh, a direct, deliberate, intentional decision to right then, like salvation. God don't sit around and say, let me think if I'm going to let them into the kingdom. No, it's instant. He gives you all of himself. Um forgive but but healing is a process deliverance is a process so i hope that answers your question on that and i have another one it's a good one miss uh shakina morris hall she says the valley of transition transitioning from like in, in the terms of forgiveness, when you have transitioned from who you used to be, huh? that's that nuck if you buck type of situation. I'm just adding that. That's not what she said, but because I am who I am, I just add my little uh, emphasis there. Transform, uh, transitioning from who you used to be to who you're becoming and have, uh, forgiveness from walking away from your past into walking into your freedom so how does forgiveness um encompass just that transition the person i used to be and the things that i had in my past and embracing that forgiveness for even my past now i'm going into my future of becoming you know what god is saying about me and the new thing i found about me and, and having freedom in my future, how does forgiveness show up like when we're in transition? You know what? Um, and I, I was telling you that's where I am now. Um, we have to grieve our past. 
we have to grieve it because mm-hmm. it's dead. Yeah. Grieve it. We have to go through the emotions of it. Um, you may not go through all of the stages of grief, but yeah. you have to grieve it, you know? Yeah. And then once you grieve it, you go through your emotions, then it's the healing. And mm-hmm. that's when you start walking into the new. Yeah. When you start walking into the new, that's the way you would start embracing, you know, little by little of who you are, you know, because God is not going to dump it all on you because believe you me, we couldn't handle all of it at one time. Okay. So <laughs> he's going to, you know, heal you. You, you know, you have to participate in this. It's just not God. We can't just leave it on God. You have to participate, but it's it's, it's really a, 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 a grieving process. Whatever your past looked like, you have to grieve it and let it go. Mm. And pour it into the new because it's not going to work. It's not going to work. You're not that person anymore. Mm. You know? um, your title has changed. Your wow. Your title has changed you, of who you are. You know, um, we can go into, um, you know, if you were uh, married before, and I, I don't know why I'm on marriage, but if you were married before and your spouse passed away, now your title has changed. You're a widower. Mm. You know, um, if you lost a child, you know, it's it's a, uh, a word for those that have lost children. And it means um, against natural order. And that's called Vilima. You know, your title has changed. So guess what? Not everything else has changed in who you are. Uh, You're no longer that person. So you have to go through the transition in this particular instance is more of a grieving process. And so you have to grieve and you have to, a part of grieving is forgiving. You have uh, to forgive whatever happened in the past, whatever you allowed to happen, whatever happened to you, Whatever um, anyone said to you, done to you, whatever the case may be, you have to forgive. And it's it's not going to be an overnight process. And that's why you feel like you're in the valley. Mm. Because you're between the past and the future. And you're Mm. right That's that transition period. So, yeah, that's where she is. She says, so there. So there. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. And like Dr. Levy, I said this um to uh Charlene. Um he talks about um like forgiveness is both a psychological and a spiritual journey that you're on. And he gives the four-stage process of releasing like those negative emotions. And the first of that is, and I, I started to say is um to experience and express uh anger directly because we get angry of some of the things in our past, some with people and some with ourselves, some decisions that we made, some choices that we made, right? And um, But ha- being open and honest about those feelings, because some of us, we go through things and sometimes we avoid it and we don't even want to deal with it. We we act like it, it is non-existent. And, but subconsciously that stuff is rolling over in, on the inside of us. So that's the first step is to experience and express the anger directly and open and honest. Even if it's not anger, you can be it can be sadness, but most of the times we be mad about some stuff. I'll I, I'm I be sad, but my first initial um emotion, I be mad, like dang, why did I do that? Or dang, why did they do that to me? 
you know the second one is to genuinely acknowledge and take time to grieve the loss of that part of the the trauma or um the betrayal or the offense right that was done so we have to that's that second part once we understand like i'm mad about this we've been honest about it, then uh allowing our ourselves to genuinely acknowledge that grief part and then the third part is to come to terms to accept the loss that i lost that relationship i wasted that time mm. you know um i wasted those resources i lost you know i took a loss in in our day and time we say we took a l you know we took we we took it right mm -hmm. um and then when we come to terms to accept the loss we have to do it without distorted and this would mess me up distorted perception that means not having like this wonky all over the place perverted perception of what we went through or what we lost or an unrealistic fantasy of it we gonna add our own little narrative to, to what it is it, we're, we're not adding but just coming to terms with why we lost it what happened and then not add this distorted watered down unrealistic perception of it and then the fourth step is making a conscious decision and charlene said it even in the grieving pro grieving process you have to forgive so that fourth step is making the conscious decision to forgive and move forward and move on into new things new realities um making it and marking it new moments um new meaning for this season that you're in not going into something new and then messing up the newness with all that old stuff like bringing it just carrying it around so like charlene said that valley is like you're gonna have to pick and decide either you're gonna dwell in the valley and stay between the light and the dark because the past is just that it you can't change or alter anything back there but you can set your uh, yourself up for success in the future and so because you take what's from the past this the wisdom the lessons right you can apply that to the future and not this distorted uh, perception of our stuff or this unrealistic stuff where we go into our new talking about i ain't gonna talk to nobody i'm gonna i'm just gonna do me what we call it we just gonna protect our peace is what the, we be saying these days honey we protecting our peace and we cutting off folks but really we don't want no accountability we don't want the truth we just want to sit in the valley so if you're transitioning make sure you transition and you make a clean break from your past grieve it and move forward um because i know through my grief process i'm marking new moments mm. and if, a, if if an emotion comes up or a thought or something comes up I deal with it at that moment. I'm very honest because you have to be very honest where you are. Because if you're not honest, you you you'll stay stuck right there. So yeah. you have to be honest and authentic about where you are. You have to speak to the right people where God is mm -hmm. leading to speak to that can help speak life into you to help mm -hmm. you, over that, you know over that hump of where you are because 
you know, life and death is in the power of the tongue. That's why you have to be very careful about who you you're speaking to in that valley. Yeah. Um, because you don't want to be stuck in your head. Because guess what? I didn't talk myself out of some stuff. Ooh, you know, that's so you don't want to just be talking to yourself. So that's why you have to seek wise counsel. Now that wise counsel, I don't know who that looked like for this person that asked that question, but um, the Holy Spirit will lead them and guide them to who they need to speak with because they can't stay in that valley. But do they yeah. want to the valley is the question. Mm, that's good. Yeah, coming up out of the valley is a decision. Is a that's really good. That's mm -hmm. good. And this is going to be our last question. And it's very simple. I, and I'm going to answer this because it's so simple. It's so simple. Um, Brandy Sc uh, Scrogan's Respirate. I always mess up her last name. And I apologize in advance. Respute. I think that's how you say it. She said, what are levels of forgiveness? And I'm going to tell you this out frankly. There's no levels to forgiveness in my book. Forgiveness is forgiveness. Um, there are levels of healing, though. There's levels of healing. There's levels of de uh, deliverance um, because you um, forgiveness should be instant because it's a decision. Um, and with that decision comes that healing and healing um, from whatever the offense or the trauma or the experience or the event was is um, contingent upon the process. Like if you step on my big toe, I am not going to mull over the healing process of my big toe. It did not do no emotional damage. Um, where I, That's like, oh, I apologize. Now, if you... Um, um, took some very vital, sensitive information that I've given you in confidence and you blast it all over social media and you tell my business from right to the left, um, I'm going to have to recover from that um, because I came to you in a place of confidence and you betrayed my trust. So that's something different, but forgiveness, I believe they have no levels to it. In psychology, they say forgiveness is a process, but to me, I feel like it's not the forgiving that's a process, it's the healing piece. It's the healing element. And so easily put, I, I don't I don't think there are levels. Charlene, your thoughts? I don't think there's levels either. And the example I said, there's no levels of sin. You know, um, so why would there be levels of forgiveness? God didn't place anything in his word to say, okay, well, this is the first step for forgiveness. You know, no, he, when he had to deliver his people out of Egypt, it was a process. It was levels to this thing. And they, unfortunately, the first wave stayed in, you know, in the wilderness for 40 years and they was yeah. only made the way, but, yeah. you know, so it's all contingent upon how you how you want are you willing to heal? Because mm -hmm. it's not even about the forgiveness, it's about the healing now. Yeah. And I think because culture tells us like it's levels to and it is levels to different things, but that like I said with God, God does not sit in process and be like, hmm, there's levels to 
people, how I'm going to forgive them. Oh, um, they, they, um, they lied. So mm, they on level one of forgiveness <laughs> or, oh, they committed adultery. Oh, that's level five. They have to no. No, God looks at, because sin is sin. Like, there's no big sin, little sin, like Charlene was saying. There's no high-level sin or it, sin when God looks at his sin. Sin, the Bible even talks about when we know to do right and do wrong, it becomes sin for us. Um, if we have an awareness that we know we're not supposed to be doing that and we do it anyway, that becomes sin for us. And so, um, yeah. So those are just some questions. Um, I am excited to uh, be sharing some of those questions because Charlene made me think, especially with the being mad at God and not turning your back on him because you mad, child. Got my whole edges together because sometimes I'd be like, Lord, I'm going to walk away from this because uh, I've been praying. I've been praying. I've been fasting. And it still seemed like you ain't hearing me. You want to have, have an attitude. But when I begin to think about his goodness and his mercy and how he has kept me and how he has sustained me, even though I made terrible choices, huh? Just, just awful, mm -hmm. awful, awful um, decisions. And he, um, he, he loves us. And so um, for those who had those questions and concerns, I hope that uh, it's brought some kind of clarity. And I pray that you, like Charlene said, uh, make the decision to heal, um, to decide to heal and go through that process. And a lot of times in healing, we don't want to deal with the wound because sometimes it's, it's painful. And I think Cora Jakes had said something to this effect uh, um, that, that she had a cut from her and her sister playing in the hotel and when her finger was cut wide open it was bleeding all over the place she was bleeding all over the place and when they went into the hospital the nurse said that you have to apply pressure so oftentimes the thing that is hurting we don't want to apply pressure to what is hurting it hurts so why would i want to add more pressure to what's already hurting me the pressure it keeps the bleeding and stops the bleeding and helps the clotting process. And so sometimes um, we have to deal with those that healing by applying the appropriate pressure so that you can stop bleeding and that's taking the initiative. And so we're going to close out by, and I think I'm going to read this until we go into our new topic, but I really like this. It's from Cliff Hasey. All right. I hope I'm saying his name right. Hessa, <laughs> um, is forgiveness lets you love again. Once you forgive, your heart is full of love. You are stronger because you love yourself and love others. No matter the magnitude of their shortcomings or transgressions, you forgive because you love and you love because you forgive. And so forgiveness is a choice. And so our word bank for this evening, because, you know, this is a faith-based podcast. And I say, don't take our word for um, what we're saying, um, but takes God's word. So I'm going to give you three um, scriptures. and. Here is the first one. Forgiveness causes us to be new. And Charlene kind of 
tapped on this about coming from the old into the new and the valley. So Second Corinthians 5 and 17, it says, there is, therefore, if anyone be in Christ, he is a new creature and old things are gone and new is here. Okay. And so forgiveness allows you to come into a place of newness. Okay. Um, and I want to say, uh, here we go. Mm -mm -mm. Psalms 103 and 12. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed your transgressions. God loves us so much that he is as far as the east is from the west. God removes that. He removes that stuff from us. And so we just thank God for that. And our last scripture for the word bank, Micah 7, 18 and 19. It says, who is God like you? who pardons sins and forgives transgressions of the remnant of his inheritance. You do not stay angry forever, but delight to show mercy. You will again have compassion on us and you will tread our sins underfoot and hurl our iniquities to the depths of the sea. That's where the people say, God throw our sins in a sea of forgiveness. Well, there's the scripture for you, huh? You can go and look at it. Who is God like ours that he pardons our sin and forgives us of our transgression? He throws them into the depths of the sea. Oh my gosh. So there you go, y'all. There, there, there it is. Boom shakalaka. There, uh, there's your words uh, for the word bank. And I would be remiss not to offer salvation because we are all ministers of reconciliation and it is our due diligence to offer this gift. You may be listening saying those um, questions and answers and talking about God and, and, all, and how he loves us and how he forgives us. And I want to be partakers of this great gift. And I want to give my life to Jesus. I want him to be my savior. I just want you to pray this simple prayer. Heavenly Father, I acknowledge that I'm a sinner in need of your grace. I ask that you please forgive me. I acknowledge my need for you. And today I call upon you as the scripture has said that whoever calls on your name shall be saved. So Jesus, I say, save me, rescue me from myself. And I believe that you are the son of God and you have died and you rose for my sin. And I ask that you come into my heart, rule and govern over my life as the Lord of my life. And it is in Jesus' name I pray, amen. And if you have prayed this prayer, I want you to get connected to a Bible-believing church that teaches you the principles 
um, that is laid out for us in the Bible and that you connect with people who is actually living the life, not just going to church and then come home and living any old kind of raggedy life. I'm saying you entrust them, you see them. Y'all forgive me, but it's the truth. Um, I want you to do that. And if you prayed this prayer, I want you to write in to be bold at patriabrumfield.com. I want to know. I want to make sure you get connected somewhere. Make sure that you are uh, on the right track because the angels in heaven rejoice just because you came in. And if something was said um, uh, on tonight that inspires you to grow and want to show up boldly, connect with us. You can write in. At the same address, be bold at patriabrumfield.com. If you want to be a part of this podcast and want to do a sip and tea with sister, this one was really light. We we just answered questions. We didn't really get to the nitty gritty. She'll be back. Charlene will be back. We normally talk about some stuff, honey. We don't we we don't cut corners, huh? Or sugarcoat nothing. But tonight we was very kind of laid back, just answering some questions. Which so y'all can get a feel of who we are and stuff, because I'm pretty sure Charlene will be back. I, 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 I'm I'm most certain about it. Um, but um, join us. Follow me on on Instagram. Follow Charlene. Is your handle? What's your Instagram handle? At um at Charlene Smith zero two two three. Okay, 0223. Uh, follow Charlene and you can follow me at be bold. Uh, all things underscore bold. It used to be be bold, yeah, but all things all things underscore bold. You can follow me there. You can follow me at all things bold on Facebook um, or be bold empowerment, whichever one you want to dabble in. Okay. Well, that is it for tonight. Thank you, Charlene, for your um kindness. Thank you for coming in, spending time with us on your birthday. Okay. Thank you for your input and your insight and your um thoughts and expressions. I sincerely appreciate it. I greatly appreciate the the privilege to share this platform with you again, like old times, but um worked up and into the new. So yes, yes, all yes. things bold. All things bold. And as always, be bold, be you. Stand out because you were built for this thing called bonus, honey. You gotta be bold, you gotta be you, you gotta stand out. You were built for this, you gotta be bold, you gotta be you.